sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi, and I am wearing pants. Well, it goes without saying. You, well, the I heartbreak say of, it. The heartbreak of psoriasis, you always wear pants. Um, I want people to know. So, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to get put that out there. Uh, and I never wear pants because uh, I'm proud of... The heartbreak of, of psoriasis. Yeah, the heartbreak of psoriasis. Well, yeah, I, I'm over that heartbreak. And uh, I'm proud of my calves. Oh, that's where psoriasis is located? Well, no, I meant my baby cows. Ah, they are cute. Yeah, and they'll taste mighty good. This week, we're taking a trip back to the 80s uh, with two obscure movies most people outside of me and Pat probably never heard of. Uh, not, and they shouldn't be obscure. They should be my My movie, I hadn't seen it before, but I'd heard so much about it and I picked it out. It's called The Red Maze. And what's yours called? Mine is called The Ice Cream Man. Great title. Yeah, the the poster you saw, I think, uh, ice cream, you scream, we all scream because we're dead. But that's we're not doing that one first. Uh, yours is not a slasher movie from the 80s. It's it's kind of a, I think it came out in uh, 89. So it's a very, very late black exploitation picture, I, I would call it. Uh, do you want to get into the plot now? Or do you, you yeah, we might as well. The Red uh, Maze. The Red Maze, with, uh, starring Del- Delroy Lindo as a... A young Delroy Lindo. Yeah, and he's 35, 36. That's young Depending for him. On, yeah, yeah, that's true. He's been old for a long time. Yeah. Uh, playing a a New York City police lieutenant or sergeant. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Uh, vacationing on an island off the coast of Florida with his family and where he runs into racist politicians and the basically the man. Yeah, he and comes up against the man. Being personified mostly by Ray Walston trying an against type playing a really over-the-top evil role. Yeah, he's he's kind of like the... I don't even know what to compare him to. He's like every like southern racist uh, sheriff type character, you know, from back in the day. And somehow it's a little bit worse because you're so used to seeing him as like sweet old my man. favorite Martian. Yeah, yeah. Another actor who was old for his entire career. Yes, his what? entire career. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I it's kind of like Die Hard. I don't know. I guess I mean I don't think it's purposely like Die Hard, but it has that kind of vibe where he's not even supposed to be there. He's out of town. He's in New York. He's not used to this shit. But I mean, there's no burning building and there's no terrorist. But it, it's it's not a serious movie in that way it's it's an it's a definite action movie and uh so he's there with his family and his was first his daughter's kidnapped and then his wife disappears and so the rest of the movie it's just him against everybody else yeah and then tr- and trying to get back his family yeah and, and it, his his wife of course uh this is going to be a cro- the one crossover between the two movies jack a She's that's right. Again, a young Jack A. Yeah, yeah. What's she doing now? Jack A. I don't know. Sitting back, counting her money. Not from this movie, but from you know her two two seven. Yeah, that two two seven money. Thank God, her and Florence Henderson got over their their feud. I guess you'd call it. Florence Henderson. 
You mean Marla Gibbs? <laughs> nope, I mean Florence Henderson. Mrs. Brady? Yep. I didn't know there was a feud between those there, two. There certainly was. Because originally in 227, it was supposed to be Florence Henderson. It was supposed to be kind of a... Oh, that, a, that wouldn't have worked. A multiracial cast trying to get everybody. But first of all, her per, Jack A's personality won her the role. Second of all, it was, Florence Henderson was a little bit over the hill for that kind of sex pot role. Yeah, I think so. Have you seen any of the cast pictures where she's wearing the same outfits as Jack A? No, thank you. She can't God. pull them off. Yeah, no, Jack, you know, I think Jack Hay and Marla Gibbs probably like doing the same thing they did in 227, like yelling at each other from their windows, but like from their Bel Air mansions. West Rather Philadelphia, than... born and raised. What? Oh, yeah. I don't get it. His new album out. Will Smith? Yep. Is it all like secret songs about Scientology and shit? I have not seen any proof that he's actually a Scientologist. No, where is that coming from? I don't know either. I think because he hung out with Tom Cruise a lot. And his kids are all fucking weird. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, yeah, so uh, so this is, once again, Delroy Lindo. That's who we said, right? Delroy Lindo? Yeah, and, uh, going up against Ray Walston mm-hmm. in, in a small uh, Florida, whatever you call it, island. Island off yeah. the coast of Florida. So that's the maze part, but it, I don't get the red part. But anyway, well, I, I think guess the red is just blood. Well, there blood was a will lot. Be shed. Yes. There was a lot of blood. Yeah. God. I, I, it's, and again, a, it's an action movie. It's not a serious drama. And it's not a slasher movie either, but there was some gun gunplay, some New York police style gunplay. Oh, yeah. You know, those. New York police don't mess around with the gunplay. Nope. And the the racists got what what was coming to them, which I guess the black exploitation genre kind of ended and then had fits and starts in the in this. I mean, it ended in the late seventies and had fits and starts in the eighties. And this was definitely a a start where they maybe they wanted it to come back, but at, like we said, not many people saw this movie, so no, it, did, it didn't bring it back. I think the cast probably didn't help. I mean, it was you know. Like mostly TV actors and then unknown, you know, Delroy Lindo was not exactly a household name in 89. Yeah, it's, I guess it's a couple of years before he started to hook up with Spike Lee. And he was, I mean, at this point he was mostly a stage actor, so people weren't flocking to the theaters to see him. No. No, so, so few roles for him, too, on, well, on yeah. Broadway, you know? Yeah. I mean, all he could get was like Cats and uh, Phantom of the Opera and jesus christ superstar so, and, and yeah. jesus christ superstar he actually played the superstar he did yeah and the willem dafoe played jesus christ yeah and he was tempted he had many temptations the way willem played him which uh scorsese saw that production and then he began writing and that's how uh mean streets came about yeah which is weird because there was already a book Mm-hmm. Um, the Last Temptation of Christ, but yeah, and then for Scorsese to base Mean Streets on that after seeing Willem Dafoe, just kind of weird all around. Well, he was using a lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine, time. yeah. Oh, Scorsese. Scorsese! I wonder if that's how he, say, he says it in his homeland, Latvia. I <laughs> know he's from Latvia. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that where Dr. Doom is the supreme leader leader in the, in like real life? I can't remember, yeah. It might be. Uh, 
in yeah in real life i think that that is where dr doom is from that's so dumb like victor von doom <laughs> that's nobody's name last name is doom it's 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 good enough uh, off topic did you did you listen to the podcast of comedy bang bang where orphan black was on yeah i did that might have been the best comedy bang bang of all time <laughs> i think they have names but yeah i did well, they, they certainly have names, but they were so funny that I'll just call them Morphin Black. Tatiana Maslati. I can't remember the other guy's name. No, but Christian, Christian something. Christian something, yeah. But I, going by the show where he, I mean, he's fine in the show, but it's just kind of a, it's a, it's, it's not a thankless a, role, basically. Yeah. yeah. I, I would not expect him to be so fun. And he was really fun. Yeah, on no, he was good. I, when, when uh, he first came on, I was like trying to figure out, oh wait, who, who is this guy? Which role does he play? I mean, they, they let you know pretty soon, but. Yeah, and, I, and then I was kind of shocked. Yeah, I was thinking it was the husband. I was like, "Oh wow, he's he's kind of famous or semi-famous because he's on other stuff." But nope, it's the it's it's the other husband. The other husband. He, he was uh, that was a great episode, and I liked that. I think this is one of the few times where it was pretty clear that they were fans of the show, and like they've had stuff like that before. Where uh, I forget other famous people have been on just kind of, but they they never play along, and they they actually were by the end of the episode they were playing characters which was yeah so anyway back to red maze red so, maze uh more to the story i guess there's i mean it's kind of a light story the yeah it's just a revenge well not even revenge necessarily. well the, it's the like the first 20 minutes is just like out and out racism like the, the the acceptable kind of racism where it makes white people say yeah we're not like that anymore yeah seeing these kind of movies where people are spitting on them calling n-word all kinds of that thing so it's setting up the visceral reaction you get at the end of the movie where he saves his family unscathed. Yeah. So it was, it was From not Ray Walston and his goons who, who are all also like just about as old as Ray Walston. So it, like in reality, it really wasn't that much. It wouldn't have been that hard for Delroy Lindo to take him out, but he had know. a gun. He didn't want to sweat. Well, point of fact, it would have been hard for Jack a to take them out either. No, that's true. Or the daughter. Yeah. Was the daughter anybody? I didn't recognize her, and I didn't recognize the name either, so I guess not. Uh, Jaleel White, who played Urkel. Yeah, in drag. That was the daughter. I would have never guessed that. I know. He, they did a good job, I mean, with that wig. Well, you know, when you're that young, you're yeah. kind of androgynous anyway. And, well, I think he never said his catchphrase, that dynamite. Yeah, no, he never did. Oh, I thought it was uh, not the mommy. Um. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I can't remember all my TGIF catchphrases. Yeah, so, no, but yeah, that, like his his crew was all like it was like Art Carney, who was Walter Matthau. No, that wasn't. That looked like Walter Matthau, but it wasn't him. Oh, Wilford Brimley, though. I don't think so. I think they're just they're old men who look like famous. Who just people. look like them. Yeah, they, Brimley and Matthau at that time were. I mean, they're a little I, big to be in this movie. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Our, I mean, Art Carney's if he's doing the Hollywood, the the Star, Star Wars, Wars. Special, he's 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 taking uh, Red Maze roles. Yeah, it's too bad. It could have been better, but I I I I, I still enjoyed it. I think people would enjoy it if they watched it. It's not. It's well above Zardo's levels. Oh yeah. But, well, how many movies do you see uh, the the hero just take out a bunch of octogenarians? I kind of like that. Yeah, just like a bloodbath of old people, like they're he's like hitting their oxygen tanks and shit with the with his semi-automatic. 
Yeah. What was great is that they hammed up their death scenes. Even if there was an explosion, they would just be like, ah, kept, like grabbing their heart, like a Red Fox style. And that was pretty funny. Yeah, that, they did add some levity to all the blood. I, yeah. I mean, the story is, there's not much to it. It's just like, these racists take his family because they're racist. And then he has right. to go well, find he, them. Well, he was uppity. In their words, when he went to the bar and asked for, he, he said, give me a beer. And they said, we don't like that kind of talk around here. Yeah, exactly. While, while the country music is playing in the, on the jukebox. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really know what that had to do with anything, but. Well, that's how the, that's how the. That's how they. Started. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they, I mean the, the country music, I don't know, you know, but that's like, that's how they established tone, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, little Will and Jennings will get you some racism yeah did you catch the the cameo not cameo because he wasn't famous yet but the the quick blink if you miss it appearance of bob saget oh no i didn't yeah bob saget was one of the racists too no no this was uh when they were in new york packing up and getting ready to to leave he was like one of the other lieutenants who were wishing him well on his vacation oh that he slipped on a banana peel (laughs) i think you're thinking of full house oh maybe i am yeah yeah it's weird. I mean, this this little island he went to was obviously racist. You would you'd have thought someone in New York would have said, "Hey, Delroy, don't go there. That's, go to Disney World." Yeah, I mean, yeah, even just the fact that it was named Racist Island, uh, you would might tip you off, but you know. Well, most people when they're planning a vacation, they see island and they're like, "Oh, let's go there." Yep. Don't look at like the first part. That, that place outside of Australia, Cannibal Island. I think it, yeah, Cannibal. Oh island. yeah, right. And I mean, it's a really nice destination if you stay in the correct parts. But if you're not in the correct parts, it's not a nice destination because it's a lot of um, what are those, the, those, uh, a lot of those creatures. Creatures, Tasmanian devils? No, no, the ones that eat your skin but leave your bones. Oh, cows. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to watch out for that. But uh, but strangely, no actual cannibals there. No, like no human cannibals. So God, no. That's... But but racist island really was racist. Yeah, yeah. So a little different. Sorry. Yeah, but but the the yeah, I still don't kind of don't get the title of the movie Red Maze. Like, I don't I know. I think you're right. The red is the blood, and the maze is just he's stuck in. He's trying to find his family among all these old people. Yeah, I get, I mean, it's not really much of a maze. I thought maybe at one point, like it looked like he was going through a cornfield, and I thought maybe they just meant to use the the native american word for corn but it's not spelled that way in the title no no and i think if they would have called it red maze m-a-i-m-i-z-e it would have been a little bit too close to being racist against natives yeah and that's not what they're going that's not the kind of racism they were going for no they had they had an agenda for sure yeah i can't think of any other 80s black exploitation movies it was weird that they tried to bring this back and it like failed so miserably I Some can... people consider Black uh, Passenger Fifty Seven a return to black exploitation. Never saw it. Wesley Snipes. Wesley. Yeah, this one, Red Maze. Um, I know. What What else can you say? I mean, there were it. It's always funny to see like people from back in the day that you recognize now. Yeah. In something yeah. old, like that's cool, but. This didn't have as much of that as I expected, because I think it just wasn't enough. Well, first of all, half the cast was really, really old, so you recognize them from beforehand. Right. But, I mean, there's there's the throwaway Bob Saget. I didn't. I, 
I thought I did think someone looked like Martin Lawrence, but maybe not. Yeah, I know. It's kind of I, too fast a scene, and he didn't he didn't say Gina or whatever his catchphrase. Oh, was he? Uh, wait, maybe what was his catchphrase? Maybe that wasn't it. Damn, Gina. That oh, was it was his okay. And he didn't say that, so I don't know if it was him. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think it, it was him. I mean, the there there was only one other black family on that island. Right. Um, and they didn't really seem to like do much with that storyline. Like, why are these people living here on racist island? And they were happy. That's the yeah. They seem and they seem like integrated well. Nobody seemed to give them shit. So yeah, no, that was really weird. I don't know if it was that's some kind of weird commentary that didn't make any sense or what, but it happened. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I prefer the. I guess the seventies black exploitation movies. They're not real like super heavy on plot either. Like a lot of those are about revenge. Uh, in a way, against against the man. I just fi- found it, well, I guess it's not necessarily so weird to paint the man as, like, these old people, because they were, like, the the more hardcore racist, I guess, by 89. I, 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 but I still, I think, like you said, it's it's past its prime. So these, these stories that were interesting in the 70s and visceral and not, I mean, they weren't good movies, but they were fun movies, at least. It, tw- Ten years later, it's just, it's not there. It's like, yeah, this is past, but it's used by date. So these stories didn't make a lot of sense. No, no. But it did get uh, Delroy Lindo started on his career, and Jack Hay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, and I call that a net positive. It, it, And Ray Ralston still had 20 years left on his career, so. I know, even though he was like 130. <laughs> well, 150 is, is the use by date for most humans. <laughs> That's true. Most humans. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Not much more to say. No. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's no real reason to see it when there's actual uh, good black exploitation movies from the 70s, I think. Yeah, but it, it in its defense, it's nice to see Delroy Lindo in a, a role. In a starring role. Anything he's in is, is enjoyable because he, he, he can carry a bad movie, and he did carry this as, as far as it could go. Yeah, I mean, I wish Jack A had had more screen time. Yeah, they they did work well together. Yeah, and you could you could see the love there. I mean, she was always nagging and stuff, but that's uh, just how, how Jack A is. Love. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, geez, that was kind of quick. Sorry. Yeah. No, I know. You never know with movie. these things, like how how fast they're gonna go. Yeah. But uh, all right. Well, you got anything more? You want to take a quick break, and we'll come back to the ice cream man. Well, sure. You got any any other things going on you want to discuss up up against the break? Um, I know. I'm trying to think. Not really. You know, going to Europe in a week. What countries in Europe? Uh, Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, France. Stay away from anti-America Island. I'll try to. But from what I hear, they're actually really pro-American. That's another Greenland-Iceland situation. Yeah, yeah. I think you want to stay away from actually American Island. Which is where you live, so it's going to be hard to stay away from there. Yeah, it's just, that's true. All continents are islands when you think about it. I mean, they're not, actually, because I think that's pretty strictly defined. But but still, they're floating in the water. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm a little under the weather. That's the only other thing I got going for me right now. What about you? 
Wait, uh, you're going oh. to a birthday party or something? Yes. Wait, who are these people you know who have birthday parties? I don't know anybody who has birthday parties. Well, one is my mom. It's her 75th, and tomorrow it's a friend who's 40th. So I guess because it's landmark years. Oh, it's 40 a landmark year? I think so. Anything with a zero or a five at the end is a landmark year. Damn. I, well, I just had my 45th. Well, uh, landmark year. Nobody did shit. Yeah. So. I, I, I wished you a happy birthday. That is true. My so way. I, you did it your way. What do I you have? nothing. Yeah. I knew, though. I knew that was your way. I don't know. What are you doing? Wait, you're coming out here in February. Right, 442. For your, yeah, yeah. Landmark year. Exactly. The, it's like Hitchhiker's Guide to the, Ref, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference, you really wouldn't get it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I hear it all the time. And I kind of know what it refers to, but I still don't get it. <laughs> you don't want to. Wait, you, well, you can tell me the dates later, but you never have, so. So I got to plan shit. I'm not going to say that on the podcast oh. because then everyone who listens will, will flock to LA, yeah, right, or California, and mo- and like try to get get a ride from me and maybe shake my hand. Wait, are you driving out? Much. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, you can't be shaking hands. Nope, not in these days. Not in this economy. Uh, all right. Yeah, fuck it. So that was a quick segment. Who cares? We'll uh, we'll take a break, and uh, we'll come back with the ice cream man. We'll be right back, everybody. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days, but then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation. Transubstantiation, Bram Stoker's creation, the land of the Thracians. And right back to the start, it's gonna take some All right, we're back, and now we're talking about the Ice Cream Man, a uh, kind of slasher movie from '83. So I guess we should have done this one first. But yeah. uh, this podcast is canceled. But uh, it doesn't matter. It's all the '80s. Yeah, it's true. At this it kind point, of blends together. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, did you see this at the time, or is this something that you found? No, I never heard okay. about it. Yeah, me but. Neither. Uh, yeah, the ice cream man. So it's about, it's about this ice cream man who, uh, you know, he goes around like normal ice cream men do, uh, drives around. But then when he sees, um, a kid he particularly likes, he tells him he's got a special flavor just for them, but they got to come inside the truck. And then he kidnaps them and, uh, turns them into like these doll zombies, uh, to did, go do his bidding. I'm sure you noticed, but did you notice that the, the song that would be playing would be like when he picked up his special children would match what he, what kind of doll he changed them into? I thought that was pretty clever. Oh yeah. This kind of movie. Yeah, it was. I mean, somebody, whoever like was in charge of the music was paying attention. 
Yeah, and that's sure. not something you'd usually say for an 80s slasher. No. Plot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so these dolls would go out and uh, and kill people for him. We don't know why. I mean, he's just a crazy dude, I guess. Why else would you become an ice cream man? Right. Uh, but, you know, of course the ice cream man played by uh, Eric Estrada. And this is, like, maybe... I don't know if it's right after chips or I think it's right chips. after chips. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think he's, he's just was... looking for, let's do something to get my dramatic chops out there. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good source. No. And, and then, I mean, a lot of kids who were just like kid actors at the time, so I don't really even know their names, you know, but, uh, Rick Schroeder. I, well, yeah, Rick Schroeder. That's true. Alfonso Ribeiro, Jason Bateman, um, Justine Bateman, Tina Yothers. Again, Urkel as a very small child, mm-hmm. um, which is weird. But not in drag. Not in drag in this one, no. So you could totally recognize him. And uh, the glasses, suspenders, and everything. Yeah, and he was one of the first kids taken. He, this guy really had a thing for Urkel, Eric Estrada. And uh, and then of course there's the uh, there's the mother of of one of the kids who's abducted is is a uh, also a police sergeant or lieutenant, played by Jack Kay. Played by Jack Hay, yeah, uh, who was Urkel's mom again. So that yeah, that was a thing. A special connection. Now this was one of those movies where you can't tell. It's obviously filmed in L.A., but the it's purposely not mentioned where it's supposed to be set. So it's like there's some scenes where it looks like it's supposed to be set in the winter, but there's a really bright sun. Yeah, it's all and bright, it's, and everybody's wearing shorts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Yeah, not, not everybody's wearing sh- the people that are a part of the scene are actually like no, they're dressed it, for it. But but the background people, yeah. Yes. So pay attention to the music, but don't pay attention to the actors in the background. I don't know. No, I don't even know if they were extras or if these people were just like fuck. It, we're not going to pay extras. We're just going to film, and then they just got people walking by. It's weird though. I mean, they did have some name. Well, Jack Hayes not wasn't in it, but Eric Estrada was. I guess Eric Estrada was the only named actor. Yeah, he was. He was the only one you would have recognized at that time for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Jack Hay goes goes to find out what's going on, and and of course, this dude like lives in this like creepy ass dilapidated cabin. Mm-hmm. Um. Where he's got like a basement full of just weird shit. He's got these like all kids going out and murdering people but we don't like there's never any explanation why i like all the weird shit in his basement that is not referenced at all in the movie but it's up there like there's the bear trap and you think oh someone's gonna get in that bear trap but that bear trap never comes off the wall just sits there yeah before she gets to his house the, the the her going to her superiors and i don't know this is always in these kind of movies where she's she's insisting that things are happening but they don't believe they don't believe her nope so so what is supposed to be happening to all these kids i don't know what they think but (laughs) yeah they're like oh no they're probably just run ran away yeah (laughs) my son did not run away yeah it's it's ridiculous and and like i I, doesn't make any sense like why he wouldn't just go out and kill these people himself well i guess it's like a control thing but yeah i think it is yeah he's he wants mind control over these and to turn them into dolls which is never fully explained how he does that either no and the makeup to make them look like dolls Ugh. is sometimes really really good and sometimes so terrible i i don't even know why they bother putting any makeup on them yeah one of them they just like painted freckles on and then two lines from the bottom of the lip so it looked like howdy doody like a ventriloquist dummy yeah that was really terrible and, and look like is being really generous yeah well yeah exactly resemble 
in some way. Like this was if probably you the last and put Vaseline on your eyeballs. It yeah. Looks like so. This is probably the last time you could even reference Howdy Doody in any way, like 83. After that, nobody else is going to remember who Howdy Doody was. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, these kids go out and like... Hello, Bob Will. Who? So, these these kids go out and... Well, there is... There is there are some cameos from people you recognize. Like, um, like one of the first... Uh, the first people who get killed is a couple. And again, we get into drag here because it's, it's a uh, Tom Hanks and then Peter Scolari as his wife in drag. Um, and they're in their beds. And that one wasn't even scary because um, the doll, the doll child shows up in their bedroom at night. Of course, when they're having sex, that's always a slasher movie thing. Mm-hmm. And, Punishment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty graphic sex too. Um, and yeah. And he shows up and they look at the doll and then, like you, it shows a close up of their faces, and like, you know, they got the the horrified face, and then their hair turns white immediately. Like that was pretty. So stupid. it's like they didn't know what they wanted. To, is this a horror? Or is this a comedy? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, no. This is this a cartoon? Um, this but, is. I mean, basically, it was a paycheck for Scolari and Hanks. Probably in the summer between when Bosom Buddies was starting. Yeah. There's yeah. Um, it was probably like filmed part. This part was probably filmed on the lot where they shot Bosom Buddies. And they were just like, let's grab some actors. Um, yeah, yeah. But then you know, then the murders get more and more gruesome. Like there's there's a, that one murder where like the child like keeps chopping off body parts from the person and then putting them in a blender. Like it's a really takes forever and it's kind of excruciating. Although the but the, uh, it's just I don't know if it's funny, but it's really weird how they have the. They they make a point of showing the him turn on the blend like have his finger on the blender switch look at the victim turn it on and smile it's, yeah do that creepy was, smile yeah it was, it gave you that part did give me a little bit of a chill yeah and it was and it also took it was like a ten minute scene like Jesus yeah. Christ I get it but I mean luckily the effects were pretty bad so it, it wasn't super gross because no it was not yeah it was you not totally tell it was all rubber and yeah <laughs> maybe that's why they used a the blender to they wanted to be gross really graphic but there is no way to to make it look good so who knows what things look like in a blender so they yeah exactly and yeah and then he uh and then the doll you know drinks it um yeah kind of scene where uh jack a first encounters one of the dolls was pretty interesting and and they have the dolls well the child actors the, the the focus of the scene was they were supposed to not be sure whether they were a zombie doll or a child and it was like back and forth and back and forth. it was kind of like uh what's that chinatown where oh yeah i'm your mother i'm your and that's the kind of the my thing was going my, yeah was much much uh funnier in this instance yes it was and, and there's a lot of unintentional humor oh we forgot to mention uh also in a very early role uh small wonder that girl but i don't know her name i don't think that was her oh really yeah, she might have been too young. It looked like her, though. It did. It did look a lot like her, especially in the doll makeup, but I don't think it was her. Yeah, no, probably not, because she actually actually had boobs. You could tell she was probably more... This this girl was probably more... The one the woman playing this girl was more like 20. Um, yeah, really, they did really bad with that, too. You know, like in Greece, when they had like 50-year-olds playing high school students and shit. Like, yeah, she was 20 playing a 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Pigtails that, don't really sell it that well. No, nope, but... you need more than that. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. The scene she was involved in, I'm glad they had a 20 year old playing the part. It was. Oh, yeah. 
you you couldn't do an actual age appropriate no. uh, for that one because let's move on from that. I don't really yeah, want to talk. About you don't. This. Nobody wants to hear about a doll striptease. No. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, I guess some of the deaths were kind of inventive, but then again, not really. It's just it's just typical slasher fare. Um, Do you think Eric Estrada even read the script? Nope. Maybe think... he saw that that poster. And he's like, well, this is going to get people in. Oh, you think they made the poster before? Oh, because he oh, wasn't even on the poster. That's no, true. Almost certainly the, the poster came first. The poster and the catchphrase came first. Yeah, I scream, you scream, we all scream because we're dead. And and the poster was actually a picture of Howdy Doody mm-hmm. uh, with an evil glint in his eye. And a, and a, but that that's the p- picture we saw online. But you, you, on Wikipedia, it said they weren't able to use that because the Holly, a Howdy Doody estate sued. sued. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it makes sense. They didn't sense. have to sue. They threatened to sue. And that was probably their point. We'll make something that we're not going to be able to use and we'll get some free uh, press out of it. Yeah, and, and lure Eric Estrada. Yep, <laughs> it worked. It worked. I think there was also other chips people like in the background of scenes because I saw that that captain guy. I don't know his name, and I don't. Nobody care. does. Everybody only knows Ponch and John. So, the captain guy was in a couple scenes. He played the father of, of one of the zombie dolls that like he's crying over his kid or whatever. But he was in a scene, and, and I think Ponch was in a scene too. Oh yeah, because that dude like his his kid actually came back as as the zombie doll to kill him, and that was yeah that so that was like an that interesting a, twist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and. Uh, for topical events, Bruce Jenner was actually in this movie. Yeah, yeah, not in drag. No, no, God, it was not. W- it was, yeah. yeah, it was just a just a normal Bruce Bruce Jenner kind of appearing. It, it, I think it almost certainly was a favor for Eric Estrada, but he was he was not any like big speaking role. It was just the there was one scene where the zombie child was killing someone, and he wa- opened the door and screamed, "Oh my God, what is going on?" And then slammed the door and ran away and called the cops or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a coward, basically, is what what happened. Um, Maybe they should take that carriage award they gave him away. Yeah, gave her away. If they well, if anybody had seen this movie, they might have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Bruce Jenner. I know. I'm trying to think. Um, was I mean, there were there were cameos, but it's it's all kind of that level. Like you're like, eh, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they had. I think they actually had also um, Michael Gross, the dad on Family Ties. Uh, briefly in it as as just like another background cop kind of like a kind of like a saget in in your movie mm-hmm. but in this one he actually did slip on a banana peel i think that's what happened i was mixing oh it. you complete the two yeah 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 and then it was just kind of a wah wah you know they try to have a little levity in the horror movies sometimes which is so weird yeah. it, it, again it's like the white hair it's like what do you want do you want people to, to be brutally murdered do you want weird you want slapstick really, yeah weird slapstick yeah but to to be honest, I laughed at that. So yeah, me too. Because especially the way he he like after he fell, he just like put his hands and his or his head in his hands, and he's like, "Oh Dios mío!" I mean, kind of weird to have him saying that instead of Eric Estrada. But yeah, it was it was. Uh, I mean, it's really hey, not worth your time. If you, even if you Mike, like slasher wait. movies, yeah. Michael Gross and his brother tried to get into a nightclub, and the bouncer said no. And he said, "Why not?" And he said, "That's too gross." I don't get it. Did you hear me? No. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you can't really recommend this one. Like, there's way better slasher movies, and and even those aren't that great. 
No. But, you know, I nothing think... to recommend it except to make fun of it. Yeah, I think maybe Michael Morris would enjoy it. Oh, he'd love it. Laura would love it, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was, you know, and they're, like, totally trying to set it up for a sequel at the end. Because, like, after after Jack A, like, rescues the the kids um, and kills Eric Estrada, most, spoiler. Most of the kids were rescued. A few didn't well, make it that's a That's exactly the thing, yeah. She kills Eric Estrada. Um, but then you see, uh, you find out what happened to the other kids because, uh, then it's like, it's another summer day and you see like the ice cream truck coming, uh, to this small suburban neighborhood, you know, and, and then behind the wheel, you see it is one of the kids as a zombie doll. Right. uh, And he's got a couple of the other zombie dolls waiting on the, in the back. Yeah. And then, but the, the, like they showed, they first, they show the zombie doll, zombie dolls in the back and then they show a close up of the eye of the doll driving the truck and then it's instantly the black. Yep. So it's, it's, they, they knew what they're doing for setting up a sequel. They just didn't know how to make a whole a movie. happen. Good enough movie to warrant a sequel. Yes. Yeah. Would yeah. you like to see a reboot of this made in modern times? I mean, it might, yeah, if they could get, you know, they could do it right. And like, I mean, you could still have the banana peel slipping scene, but I think well, that's vital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think you even the um, oh Dios mio, but you'd have to do it much better than they did it here. And yeah, I would like to see it with like real actors. Not that you know, not that Jack A was bad or even Eric yeah. Estrada was all right, but he just he seemed a little too cocky to be evil. But it was kind of ahead of its time in the fact that the the hero of the movie was the woman, and she was not yes. in any way ever terrorized. She was always like nope, on she was top, always like on top yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like she was shut the f up and all that kind of thing she was never never screaming bloody murder or anything like that so it it turns some conventions on its head before slasher movies started to do that in the 90s but other than that it was a bad movie yeah it was well i i know i'm trying to think i mean it i guess there might have been like police you know lieutenant women before this but i can't think of any i know cagney and lacy i think they were detectives uh but i don't know when that started probably around this time they weren't dealing with zombies. They were just dealing with regular crime. That's true. With just uh, like flashers and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that is true. And uh, yeah, they could, they could reboot this. They'd have to do better with the makeup, but I, I don't think that would be a problem nowadays. No, I guess makeup was expensive back then. Maybe they could like give some kind of exposition or backstory on, on like, there's a reason why this guy does this. Although, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that would help any. Yeah, probably not, because it, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. No matter what you came up with, I guess. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else about this movie? Um, I looked at the IMDb page. The guy directed it <laughs> pretty much commercials all the way all the way down after this. Oh, yeah, that's not surprising. Probably before this, too. Yeah, there's one chance it didn't work out. Oh yeah, I I did find it. Oh, the, that was the one thing. Um, it was weird because um, one of the one of the dolls, when he's like terrorizing uh some some dude. Dude's like, come on, man, don't do this to me. And the doll goes, you're the man now, dog. And then he like six this big like zombie doll dog on him. Um, weird. I know. Which you're like, wait, did they get? Did they actually? get that from finding Forrester or whatever it was. Did they watch this movie and get that line? But probably it's just a coincidence. I can't, can't imagine anybody would watch this, would have watched this movie. Still, that is, 
I didn't even pick up on that. I, some of the, the killing scenes, I couldn't understand what they were saying, so I just kind of zoned out. Because they talked in those weird doll voices, like yeah, they yes. try to make. Yeah, yeah, they it was pretty stupid. I watched their it with mouths without like moving their tongue. I don't even know what they were doing, but it was weird. It was like, I, uh, yeah, it was what it sounded like to me. Yeah, I watch it with subtitles on. So oh, okay, yeah, that's I've really the only way to watch this if you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. We did have to. Yeah, uh, hard to find too. It wasn't on Netflix. Wasn't no. anywhere. It wasn't even on BitTorrent. I had to get my copy from like a. Well, I found it on Amazon, and it was so. It was like I bought it, and the guy didn't have any left, so I had to go on eBay, and that didn't work. And so I ended up having to go to a store downtown, and then I got that, made a copy, and sent to you. So it was really hard to find. Yeah, and it was only on VHS, right. too. So you had to convert it. Yeah, I know. Such a pain, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I can't say it was worth it to go through all that trouble, but you know, at least we got to see a rarely seen. Uh, slasher from the yeah, early yeah. 80s. It was fun, the adventure of getting it, and the creepy people were interested. I had to talk to it was almost as creepy as a zombie dog. Oh, God, I bet it was, man. So weird. Yeah. Anyway, oh, and uh, yeah, and like the ice cream flavors, too, by the way, that he had were all like that was another like futuristic thing because because he had like it was all like these weird flavors that no kids would actually want to eat like avocado ice cream and shit he had on that. Um, those were like his special flavors he wanted to show the kids, you know, in the in the back of the truck. So but then was... every time he would like pick up a zombie doll, he would the next flavor would be the color of that zombie doll skin. Like yep. here's a peach ice cream for you, and then he'd wink. Yep. Yeah, which which was kind of dumb actually. Yes, very dumb. Yeah. Especially since most of the kids were white, and so it just was always peach. No, he well, he would say peach, and if the kid had freckles, cherry peach. But yeah, yeah, almost all of them were peach except for Julia White, which was chocolate. Yeah, which was kind of racist. Yeah, not just kind of. Yeah, it was racist. Um, all right, yeah. So I th- I don't think we can really well. You can't even find this movie. I mean, good luck. But yeah, you'd have to you'd have to contact us, I guess. Yeah, and and we won't do that. Uh, put, put you through that. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think we could recommend either of these movies, but, but just for the fun of making fun of them is the only, yeah. And to see a pre stardom Jack a, I guess. Yeah. Both cases. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I guess this will count as our, our like Halloween ish episode. Yeah. I had a slasher movie. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to watch any more, man. We had to watch so much, uh, terrible stuff lately. Yeah. I just, I don't think I was up for two more. No. bad horror movies i mean we had this these two and it's self-inflicted wound this time we can't even blame michael mars although it is fun to blame him yeah i still blame him yeah and then we had to listen to that goddamn ryan adams album somebody on facebook put uh, the ryan adams bad blood and said really enjoying listening listen to this and i had to stop myself to not make fun wait was this somebody we both know no oh okay and it's someone who's musical. It's someone, a friend from high school, and someone who, her musical taste is usually excellent. Like, and it's always been, but in this case, it was not. No, I concur. Uh, Recommendations, Asians. Asians. Okay, you got one. Yes, I saw The Martian this week, and it was awesome. Oh yeah, I saw that. Did you? No, oh, I you saw, saw your that. post. I saw it. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, the book was good. The movie was good in in different ways and. Really well worth seeing. Matt Damien. Great cast. Uh, Donald Glover's in it, and he has a small part, but he really does a 
a great job at a non it has a little some comedic moments but it's a non-comedic role and he's just awesome well I, that's cool I, I i look forward to him being getting bigger dramatic roles because yeah. I, it, he could totally handle it i'm Although glad I, he's into film work i miss him yeah. yeah but yeah he was really good in the movie yeah, just the way I look forward to John Hamm getting more comedic work now. Yes. Yeah. Now that Mad Men's done, who knows what he's going to do. And now he's dumped that wife of his, which is sad. Actually. It is sad, yeah. I mean, they weren't even married, but they were yeah, they're oh, together forever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that is sad. Um, but, you know, nobody ever Way knows. to bring the podcast down, John Hamm. Yeah. Once again. Man, we should get John Hamm on here. I He's asked. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, he wanted to, but he really wanted to do some dumb stuff. Like, he wanted to do, like, Amos and Andy. Um, uh, Amos and Andy versus, versus Happy Days. Yeah, no, makes know. no sense, and I don't want to watch either of them, yeah. <laughs> so come up with something better, John Ham, and we'll have you on. Um, well, glad to. Yeah, yeah, happy to. With something better. Yeah, not Mad Men. We don't want to hear you talk about Mad Men anymore. <laughs> His craft. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. But, you know, something fun. Um, we will, I mean, if you want to do Unbreakable Kimmy Smith, we'll be wanting to talk about Yeah, that. we'll do that, although we already did it, although it got uh, cut out half of that episode. So, yeah, that would be fine. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt versus, you know, uh, Airplane. That would be fine. Landed. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to recommend, uh, although I haven't finished watching it, it's, it's pretty good so far what I've seen. Um, I don't think it's great yet. I'm going to, I'm continuing to watch. So that's a thing. And I know you've recommended this to me. Not that I haven't recommended the wire to you a million times and you still haven't watched it, but, uh, Firefly. Ah, wow. Started watching. Josh Whedon is won you over in some capacity. That's good. Yeah. It's not bad. And the only thing that annoys me is the theme song. That, (laughs) that fucking country bullshit like i get that it's like kind of a space western in a lot of ways like where a lot of the planets they visit are like literally like old old west towns um which i don't mind but like yeah that that theme song has to go but it's pretty cool to watch it and be like oh shit look it's alan tudyk right oh shit it's fucking ron glass it's an excellent i mean i mean ron glass who was already obviously famous and but then everybody else was just kind of in a couple things, and they're so good in this show, and most of them have gone on to do really great work. Yeah, you recognize them all now. Yeah, like Christina Hendricks was in that one episode who went on to Mad right. Men, and yeah. And I did, I did not recognize her in Mad Men. I didn't until someone mentioned. I never put that together. I think she's excellent in Fire. In both episodes, she's in. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, I've only she's seen ex- one, but she's excellent in, Fi- in Firefly. And uh, Alan Tudyk, I don't think he gets enough work, but when he does, he's good and he's really funny. Alan Tudyk's awesome. Yeah. He's in, they, him and Nathan Fillion have a new show coming, or maybe it's already came and I missed it, but it's called Con Man or something like this. And it's a story about two guys who were famous on a TV show and their adventures at cons. And so it's probably self-referential often. And it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I'll check that out. And yeah. it's kind of amazing that he became, Nathan Fillion became a star on such kind of a, a milquetoast show, Castle, after Firefly. But it's they still reference are able to reference Firefly in it. I've seen I've not really watched the show that much, but I saw an episode where uh, he had to talk Chinese. He had to speak Chinese to someone, and afterwards, do you know Chinese? I picked it up somewhere, and it's a reference to picking up in Firefly, so that was good. 
Yeah, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, what is her name? Marina Bakarin? Very good in the show, yeah. Yeah, she's good. She was on Homeland later. Um, wasted. In Gotham now. Oh, it, oh right, yeah. She was wasted on Homeland, and but she's really good here. Um, she's a great actress. I would like to see her in more where she can be good. I think her talent was wasted. On, I've I've heard the same thing about her in Homeland. It was there wasn't much for her to do, right? Yeah, no, not she. She played just the suffering wife. I mean, that yeah. was basically her role, and it was yeah. And in Gotham, it's just kind of it's the same sort of role, but I think she can do much better if she'd have be given the chance. Yeah, she's good in this, and so is uh, the L.A. complex complex chick i don't i don't know her name what's uh, la complex she's she, well it was a ship paul f Tompkins was on it was kind of goofy it was uh i i don't know actually you should check that out because i it's got to be somewhere streaming um it didn't run for very long it was like a canadian made show about like this la complex full of these like wannabe actors and comedians and show business types and uh paul f Tompkins plays paul f Tompkins in it but he's like <laughs> kind of a different Paul F. Tompkins who has like his own TV show. Okay. Um, and, and he like hires this kid from the LA complex as a writer, but he's Paul F. Tompkins, like a total dick in it. He's a total dick to this kid and stuff. It's, it's like campy, but it's kind of cool. Um, so who, who from Firefly, the doctor the engineer, the woman, uh, Oh, jewel state. Yeah. Jewel state, jewel state. Yes. Yes. She was in that. Like, yeah. So like I was just watching, I'm like, God damn, everybody, uh, I recognize almost everybody in this now. Uh, the <laughs> Alan Tudyk's wife, um, it, it, she was Gina on Torres. The Shield. Yeah, Gina Torres was on The Shield. Oh, well, she, she's she's in the what the heck's the name of the show? There's a show with a guy who pretends to be a lawyer, and she plays the head lawyer. And she it's a very scenery eating role, and but she does it excellently in it. Wait, not the Grinder? No, no. It's oh, okay, a, it's an older show. I don't even know if it's on, it was on USA Channel. Oh, okay, uh, I can't remember the name of it. I think and I know was, which one you're talking about. Yeah. She had a couple uh, appearances in Revenge, but I don't think I saw them. Yeah, I don't remember her. Suits in is the one. Suits is the Suits, one. Suits, yeah, yeah. It's a fun show. It's not a great show, but it's a fun show. It's Suits. a USA and, but, show, yeah. But she's in it and really good. But yeah, the only one who I've not... And Summer Glaw plays River. She was in the Terminator show, and she's been in a bunch of other things. So she's been around, but the only one I haven't seen anywhere else is The Doctor, uh, Sean Meyer. Oh, Man. yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't recognize him. Adam Baldwin was great in Chuck, and he was good in this. And it just shows you that you can be an actor with diametrically opposed political views, and you still enjoy his performances. So, (laughs) because he's kind of a jerk on Twitter, he's oh yeah, no, I know, guys. So, but he's awesome in TV. So, I'm not going to say that uh, politics have much to do with with the talent. Nope. Because he's really good in he's great in Chuck, but he's really really good in Firefly. I think he's one of the best parts for me of the show. Jane is a, a fun character. Well, I, I think w- one of the great things about Jane, sorry to interrupt, is the fact that it, you want him to be good, but there's still this underlying where you know that he's not that good of a guy. Well, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's the same with. Uh, well, I mean, I guess he's kind of a good guy at heart, but you know, um, Nathan Fillion's character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, kind of a dick i didn't expect him to be such a huge dick in this um i expect him to be like more heroic kind of you know yeah but he i mean he has goodness in him but he's yeah yeah he, there's he has no problem with being a dick to get things done and the same with with the jane characters like there, i mean he can be a good guy and he can protect everybody else but he can also be a dick to everybody on the ship and if there's enough money put in front of him he will change sides <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I call him I call him my bodyguard because um, that's what I recognize him from. <laughs> I never saw that. Oh, dude, you gotta watch my body. Okay, that's gonna be our next uh, movies you haven't seen. Because I thought of one that I haven't seen, um, and that is Independence Day. Never seen it. Oh, well, I'm not going to recommend Independence Day. I didn't like it when it came out. Okay. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do that episode if you like, but I want to I want to make it clear before we do that episode that I never cared for Independence okay. Day. Okay, no, well, we don't have to do that. I'm just, tr- I'm like going through my head trying to think, what movies like that everybody's seen have I not seen, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know that everybody's necessarily seen My Bodyguard either, so. <laughs> that might be a, yeah. Everybody, a lot of people have seen Independence Day, so that is a good a good one for that. Um, all right. Well, uh, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com if you have movies you'd like to recommend to us, if you'd like to get a copy of either of these movies, or if you'd just like to say hello. Rate us highly on iTunes and like us on Facebook, but most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I'll see you guys in a while. Cause I'm and right now I'm not wearing pants. Oh, man. Well, I, I hope nobody's around because that's psoriasis, man. You know, that's a turnoff. Well, maybe if you have, like, if you have it slathered with, uh, I don't know, what is that shit that you put on? Bacon fat. Yeah, bacon fat. It might not show up. But, um, all right. Well, this is good. So, uh, I guess that's it. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Ever go loudy or go lame, I will drop you straight away. Well, that's a chance you're gonna take for every stupid thing you say. There are people going lonely and they'll stay only far into the year. Cause you make him blink as fashionable, and fashionably you'll say. All is equal in love and war And I'm sorry But I got some things to do And you pretend to read a book You'll never finish till the day That the author dedicates it To a century of bakers You took your mold And they burned it on the fire In history today Yeah, the author dedicates Just came off my
Thank you.